Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Who will our children and our grandchildren marry, especially our boys? It's a serious question you need to begin working with your children on right now. I'm going to give you the stats explaining why in a few minutes, and they're going to knock your socks off. This is a podcast I promised to my listeners after they asked that I put it in one place so they could have their sons or daughters who are teenagers now listen to it. The whole thing came about on a show that I did the other day. I quite frankly lost my mind after I read this text. Tara, I've hammered into my daughters that they need to focus on their careers and be self-sufficient financially before thinking about marriage. 30 is the minimum I've encouraged them to wait to marry. I read it and lost my mind. I had really good parents, and they told me the same thing, and they were totally wrong. I know the texter, a mom, was well-meaning, but you couldn't give kids today worse advice than that. In fact, I've been giving my daughter, who's 14, the opposite advice. Start looking for a husband now. Make it as important as all the other things you're planning for. She's doing well. She's a straight-A student, gifted classes, and we're almost every day having a conversation about preparation for college and what courses to take, and she wants to play sports. You need to dedicate exactly that same amount of time, and it is a lot, to preparing your child to find their mate. My daughter and I have already talked endless hours about that, and I've only just scratched the surface. My parents were good parents, but they didn't do any of this with me. It was all about preparing for the career, preparing to have to support yourself if you had to. Well, that's all fine. But as much emphasis needs to be placed on finding that soulmate. Because as life has gone by, I've found that only comes along once, maybe twice a lifetime. You can't bypass it till you're 30 and think it'll be there, especially not now. My daughter said to me, Mom, what? Okay, so you'd be okay if I got married at 21? Absolutely. If it was the right guy and you were in the right frame of mind, I'd be relieved actually to know you found him because it's going to be hard. It's going to be harder for this generation than it has ever been before. And when I lay these statistics out for you, you'll see what I'm talking about, how we and they need to begin to think completely differently than the modern generations before them have thought differently than my generation, generation X thought if they want to have that family. Now, after I said all this on the air, my text line exploded and about 25% of the audience vehemently disagreed with me. 
that is totally sexist, what you're telling your daughter, they said. And I said, oh, no, I'm going to tell my sons the same thing. We're going to begin the search together. We are going to search deliberately. I just haven't had the conversation with my son yet because he's only 12. In a couple of years, we'll start. Because things are worse for young men than they are for women. Before this particular study, I'd get a text a lot from parents frustrated that their sons were still single and giving them the excuse, women are just weird. Well, it turns out these guys are on to something. Let me read you the societal change we're living through. It's shocking. This is from an article in The Hill called Young Women Are Trending Liberal. Young Men Are Not. For generation after generation, 25% of people, 18 to 29, have listed themselves as liberal, both men and women. But something began to change in recent years, and now the cultural differences are shocking. 25% of young men, again, that... 18 to 29 list themselves as liberal, but 44% of women do. Used to be 25%, but it's shot up in recent years. A full 75% of men list themselves as moderate to conservative. That is a total culture clash, and that right there will limit who you can marry. That number is staggering. It shows a division between the sexes that might not be able to be overcome. I mean, think about it. We can barely live together. People are fleeing blue states for red states. How can they marry somebody with such fundamentally opposite life philosophy? The answer is they can't. Not happily. Not readily. According to The Hill, that Gallup poll data represents a gender gap that is the largest recorded in 24 years of polling. The finding they write culminates years of rising liberalism among women ages 18 to 29 without any increase in their male peers. It isn't just that the country is being divided, torn apart by politics to the point where majorities now in polls say, yeah, civil war is likely. That's majorities of Republicans and Democrats. No, it's not just the country being divided like oil and water and torn apart. It's the sexes torn apart by radically different ideologies and politics that are irreconcilable in most cases. See, it used to be, 1990s, you could, you know, you could have a marriage between a liberal and a conservative. It might even be a little spicy. The cultures now are so radically different, such a compromise is practically impossible. I would argue it is very difficult to have a conservative young man or one who is freedom and liberty oriented married to someone who is not. In fact, I'd go a step further. It's doomed to failure. That limits the numbers to begin with. But then listen to this. Why are so many of these young women liberal? Many of them are no longer straight. In fact, the numbers are shocking and daunting for young men. Here's why. The Hill quotes a survey called Politics, Sex, and Sexuality, The Growing Gender Divide in American Life. It's by Survey Center on American Life. And again, I've begun putting all the links I use in these podcasts at the bottom so you can go ahead and find them. And in it was this shocking stat. It practically spells doom for a lot of men in this generation to be married or to form families with someone. It reported that a shocking mere 56% of young women identify as attracted exclusively to men. That's it? That's it. 
The other 44% identified themselves as either lesbian, bisexual, transgender, or just queer. 44%. Folks, that is an absolute victory for liberal propaganda worked on this generation. Just 56% of women are straight, strictly heterosexual. Well, what is it for men? And here's the problem. 75%. 56% for women, 75% for men. The other 25% are either queer, transgender, gay, or bisexual. Whoa. That's still a staggeringly high percentage compared to previous generations. More than five times higher the percentage of gay people in previous generations. What does that all add up to? Well, a big score for the left, for starters. They'll do just about anything to create single women because they know single women are dependent on government and they'll vote Democrat. Anything to destroy the family is a victory for them. But you can see this isn't just theoretical. It's having real impacts. Listen to this. In the 1940s, by the age of 38, 85% of women were married. And now, according to the Daily Chart, are women boycotting marriage? Sure looks like they are. Got the link at the bottom of the podcast if you want to see it. By the time they hit 38, just 44% of women are married. I'm sorry, that's devastating for them and the men who would have married them. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. In previous generations. What does this mean? Going forward, a majority of women won't marry. It used to be even in the 90s in the high 60 percentages of women were married by their late 30s. Not anymore. This generation is going to have to fight for their own family formation. They're going to have to be as deliberate about it as they are planning every other part of their lives. You can help them with this just as they make it a priority to do their homework um, and to do, you know, whatever other things they're doing to prepare. They need to make it a priority to join clubs, particularly churches and socialize in places. And I say this to my daughter because she's the one I'm talking to first where you can find a real man, not a male or a husband, but a man. We talk about her father, and I worry she'll ever find someone like him. He's an old-fashioned guy, a rock, a real man's man, utterly dependable, the kind of person you'd want to go through the trenches in a war with and the trenches in life with. Will my daughter ever weed through the wokeness and find a guy like that? Even worse, will my sons? This generation doesn't have time to treat dating like we did the other in the other generations. Casual for fun. Nothing serious. See, because my generation got very bad advice. The advice I started this podcast with. The advice my well-meaning but misguided parents gave me. I'll read it again. 
Tara, I have hammered into my daughters that they need to focus on their careers and be self-sufficient financially before thinking about marriage. 30 is the minimum. I've encouraged them to wait to marry. That might have worked in 1990. That won't work now. Focusing on your career, being self-sufficient, that's fine. You should be doing this. But you can walk and chew gum. When I talk to my daughter, our conversations are very different from the ones I had with my mom, where I talked about what I was going to be and how I would get there. We talk about who she's going to be. And every conversation is sealed with the reminder that the family is the most important thing. And the most important thing you will ever do is find the husband you marry. But it's concrete when I talk to her. Here's what you look for. It's entirely possible he'll be sitting in front of you in history class. When you find him, hold on and don't let go. Don't think this will ever come around again. See, at her age, I thought I'd have plenty of tries. I could just flip a switch and turn it on when I was ready. Not so. Can I read you another text? It came in the same day on the text line from a listener as the one about hammering into her daughter's focus on your career, wait till 30 for marriage. Now listen to this contrasting approach to life and how radically different it is and how radically different its values are. Tara, I married my high school sweetheart. Still married, always will be. Told my cousin and best friend in the seventh grade, she was the one, summer of seventh grade, at the 4th of July parade in town. Started the pursuit that day. What a presence of mind for a seventh grader to have his priorities in life so clear to him at that young age. Since then, the texts have continued to roll in, couple after couple. Tara, I agree with you 100%. I first met my wife when she was 13 years old. I actually think I fell in love with her that day. Three years later, we were dating and have not been apart since. We've been married for 42 years. So says Ron. Here's another one. I was 14. My husband was 16. We dated eight years. Been married 34 years. Never dated anyone else. Best decision ever. Don't misunderstand. I'm not advocating for radically young marriage. Not at all. In fact, I don't want you to feel weird if you make it to 30. And you haven't found that person. But you need to be deliberately looking. It's a state of mind. This generation doesn't have time to date for fun. My daughter says, Mom, what am I looking for? You're looking for your best friend. A really dependable guy like your dad. I tell her, look, I dated dozens of guys. Probably just three of them. Tops were marriage material. They were all fantastic guys. Makes a woman a great husband. But only one of the three was that best friend you need in the trenches with you. The other two? Fine men. We just didn't click in that best friend way. What does that mean? I've met one guy in my entire life that fit the bill. Thank God I did it on time. Think how hard that's going to be for this generation. There has to be a seriousness about it. About the search. About asking yourself, where can I find a man like my dad? If I was going looking for my husband today, it'd be firing ranges, church, political volunteering. Can you add to the list? It's about a state of mind. Look, I've been on this great diet plan, PhD weight loss, and all the change really is is a state of mind. Like when it's Sunday night, I need to make sure the good healthy food is bought at the grocery store because guess what? By Monday night, there's not going to be anything good to eat in the house because I haven't put it front of mind and pre-planned. Then guess what I'm going to do? Eat poorly. Listen, a whole generation of young women who were given the advice in that text, and young men too, in that first text, 
we're told, came to believe that they had to have all their ducks in a row. Their career had to be perfect. It had to be all laid out before they could get married. And guess what? They ended up living with that boyfriend or girlfriend for five to eight years without pulling the trigger, believing that everything had to be perfect because their parents put that in their head. This generation doesn't have time. Not with these odds. They don't have time for casual dating. Not if they want to form a family. You can't wait. It doesn't mean you can't do all the career planning stuff. It doesn't mean you won't go through the struggle. It just means maybe you'll be fortunate enough to go through it together. So my advice, be deliberate. Start the search. If you're a parent, spend as much time talking to your child about this goal and emphasizing that it is a goal and how they will accomplish it as you do going to college, going to trade school, what classes you'll take next year to prepare for that, all of it. If this is not a person who matches your life goals, someone you could see yourself married to, move on quickly. But I'm only 15. Doesn't matter. Still applies. You don't have time to waste your time, particularly young men. Dating needs to be a serious business for you. The odds are not ever in your favor, not mathematically, not societally. With these odds, not planning is planning to fail, to potentially be alone, particularly for young men. There are and will be people out there raised in our culture. And yes, it is a culture. And for many in our religion, it'll be the battle of your life to cut through the weeds to find them. But they're there. Remember what talk show host Dave Ramsey used to say about money and not being broke or being in debt? To live like no one else, you've got to live like no one else. To have that family that we all took for granted, a loving, supporting spouse who has your back in the trenches, who's dependable, who was raised right, unpoisoned by woke culture, you'll have to do exactly what Dave Ramsey said. Search like no one else. Prioritize like no one else. Be deliberate about your social life like no one else so you can live like no one else. Even if you're 12, 14, 16, start now. You won't regret it. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.